All right now, if we're honest, reading the Bible consistently can be a challenge, but it's never too late to start, and we're in this together. This is the Join the Journey podcast. Thanks for joining. This is Hannah Stobbs with the Watermark Institute. I'm so excited to be hosting Join the Journey podcast today. But I wanted to remind you, 2024 is almost here, which means it is time for you to buy your next Join the Journey journal to continue on this journey with us. If you're new to studying the Bible or if you're studying the Bible all your life, we'd love for you to be with us in 2024 as we're going to be studying Thinking and Feeling God's Way. If that's something you're interested in, we are going to have the link in the description for you to get that next journal to be with us. And also just a reminder, Join the Journey Ministry is totally funded by the selling of these journals. So if you want to partner with our ministry in that way, we would love to partner with you. But today, I'm on the podcast with my friend, Chloe Copeland. Hi, how are you? I'm Chloe. Hey, Chloe. I'm so glad you're with us today. Can you fill us a a little bit about yourself? Who are you and where are you from? Yes, I'm a junior at Trinity Christian Academy High School. Um, I've gone to Watermark my entire life, and I've lived in Dallas my entire life. No, I love that. That's awesome. I'm new to Dallas. You're homegrown for Dallas. So we were literally talking before the podcast how cool your parents have been at Watermark since the beginning, have yes. they not? Yes, they have. Since it was before it was a big church when it met and like the little, I don't even know if it was a church yet. Uh-huh. But yeah, we've been in it since the beginning. And that's cool. And it's cool now you're on a podcast <laughs> teaching about the Bible. That is a wild twist. So yes. we're just glad to have you here today. Chloe, can you fill us in a little bit about your walk with Jesus? How did you come to know Jesus and how did you start following him? Yes. So I grew up in a Christian family, obviously. Um, I accepted Christ when I was about six years old. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really understand what it meant to have a relationship with the Lord. Um, And so I kind of lived in that for many years. I would say I was a Christian, but I didn't really rely on Him or put Him first. And it was this past year, so my sophomore year, got really rocky because just a lot of my friends started making decisions that I didn't necessarily make. And so that was creating um, a barrier of exclusivity and just all of this stuff. And so— This past summer, I went on the Watermark Dominican Republic trip. And while I was there, um, something just changed in my heart. And I think the Lord took that and took me seeing these families who had barely anything, worshiping Mm. Him and accepting us and hearing His Word. And so that just made me realize that I needed the Lord and that I need to put Him first. And so when I got back, I relied on Him. And even in moments where I would have felt alone in the past, God was with me. And so I've noticed that now I'm more content and I'm more fulfilled because I know He loves me. I I know my worth is in Him. And so now I'm just living for Him. And even though there will be ups and downs in life, I just always know that He will be there with us forever, and He's always faithful. No, I love that, Chloe. I love that the Lord was kind enough to take you out of your normal rhythm, like mm-hmm. your homegrown to Dallas. You've been here your whole life, but to say, I'm going to actually have you be on a mission trip, mm-hmm. and that's when I'm going to show that I love you, and I'm pursuing you, and I want you, mm-hmm. and I want you to live your life for me and to glorify me. So that's incredible. Thank you for sharing that story with us. That's awesome. And today we're talking about Nehemiah chapter 10 and chapter 11. So we've got a lot of names. We've got a lot of information. So can you fill us in, Chloe, on where were we at before this and how does that affect where we're at right now in this passage? Yes. So the first part of Nehemiah covers how the Israelites were rebuilding the temple of Jerusalem and they 
really had to focus on God and give him the glory because they rebuilt it in 52 days. Yeah. And all of the people around them were like, you're not going to do it. Like they were all doubting. There was no way the wall was going to be no built. Way. No way. And then God came through. And so in chapter 8, um, Ezra reads the word of the Lord to the people and they worship him and they give glory to him. And in chapter 9, the people are confessing their sins and looking back on the their walk in exile and all of those times they turn from the Lord and they realize like God is always there and faithful. And so in 10, the people are signing a covenant and committing to follow him and be faithful to God. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It's interesting that it says in chapter 10 that these are, it's the list of people in verses one through 27 of the people who sealed the covenant. And when you read in the Pentateuch or in the Old Testament, like the first five books, it was not a part of the Mosaic law to seal and put your name and say, I'm going to do it. But it was showing this group of people's commitment to following the law of like, we're putting our name on this, that we are going to follow after God. Because they'd been through a lot of really difficult stuff before this, mm -hmm. had they not, Chloe? Like, yes, they had. And so even verse 29 is a really important verse for us. So do you mind, Chloe, reading Nehemiah 10 verse 29 mm -hmm. for us? It says, join with their noble brothers and commit themselves with a sworn oath to follow the law of God given through God's servant Moses and to obey carefully all the commands, ordinances, and statutes of the Lord our Lord. I love it. And even in my version, it says to enter into a curse and an oath to walk in God's law. How ultimately these guys are going to decide, I'm going to follow after God with the good and the bad. Because mm -hmm. they were just in exile. Mm -hmm. They were just in exile away from God. So they know if we choose to not follow after what God has, we're making a choice to be punished by God. But if we choose to follow him, he's going to bless them in their lives. And that's why they, like you just said in chapter 9, they repent of sin and all of this stuff. So another question for you, how, what is the significance even in your life today? Mm -hmm. So you're a junior in high school. I don't think you're in a construction team building anything right now. Is that correct? Correct. So, and you are not signing any random covenants. Is that correct? Correct. So how does this passage that lists names of people, how does it apply and transform your life today? Mm -hmm. I think a way it applies is in high school, there are ups and downs yeah. and there are hard times and good times. And I think this just shows how the people were faithful and they're signing a covenant that they're going to be faithful. And I think not even just in high school and all of life, we can turn to the Lord and say, I will be faithful in you because it shows time and time again how he's always there. And I think if we have the mentality that he's always going to be there, we're always going to have him to rely on and we're never going to have to stress about like, oh, what if I'm going to feel alone? Or what if I'm going to feel excluded? Because we know he's always there. And I think it's just such a good reminder that he's always going to be faithful. And if these people who have been through exile and have struggled and starved and mm -hmm. all of these things can turn to him and say, we will be faithful, then we can too, because I know we have, I mean, so many things could have happened in our lives, but yeah. anything that's gone hard or gone bad, God is powerful and he's more powerful than that. So we can always turn to him and be faithful. Absolutely. I think of Isaiah 41.10, which says, fear not for I will be with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand of, we are all going into our own versions of difficult situations. And high school is hard. So is having a new job, moving to a new place, being a part of a new city. There's always going to be a side that's difficult but the reminder that the Lord is with us in that mm -hmm. and we don't have to fear and we can keep 
looking to him and living for him. And I even think of your own life, how you're involved at Watermark and going to Shoreline on Wednesdays and really trying to learn and grow in your walk. You're walking evidence of the faithfulness of God. And so, Chloe, thank you for sharing about this passage and about yourself. It's Mm -hmm. important. Yeah, of course. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.